everybody. Welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are back today talking Heartland. I am your host, Amy, and today I am here with Michelle. Everyone. All right, so we are going to jump in to these three episodes. Today we're talking season three of Heartland, episodes 13, 14, and 15, and we're starting off with quarantine. Uh, so let's just start off with Michelle. How's your quarantine going? Before we discuss quarantine in the Heartland, <laughs> um, mine has pretty much just been like normal life uh-huh. um, because I'm like an essential worker. So my routine is pretty much the exact same. It's just my days are shorter, um, and I don't do anything other than work. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just it's, it's just groundhog day at this point. Um, <laughs> Like, and I need to take holidays just so I can, like, have a break. It has just been just repetitive. I mean, we did have the, the um, lockdown lifted a little bit last year, um, and then it went right back into a hard lockdown, which we're in just now until mid-February. Mm-hmm. Well, mid-February is when they're going to review if they can start lifting things. Um, but we just need to wait and see how the, the vaccine rollout goes, but... Yeah, it's, it's just been a nightmare. How about you? <laughs> yeah, same. I like how you said that Groundhog Day, um, except over here, you know, I live in California. It's more like um, every day you wake up and there's something new. <laughs> there's no consistency, really. So um, my quarantines, you know, it's been fun to figure out what's happening every day, at least. Um, but yeah, I like how you said that Groundhog Day because it's pretty much it's like it's over and over again I mean, but, yeah the good thing is like I, I am getting hours of my day back which has been nice mm-hmm. um but yeah I'm not sad to see that be over but I'll, I'll be glad when life kind of goes back to normal a little bit yeah <clears throat> someday someday <laughs> um but we're talking about quarantine and heartland so for season three episode 13 um you know, the heart, the heartland, they, they get a little bit more of an opportunity. Like they get to leave. It's the horses that are quarantined. <laughs> um, so this episode opens up with Lou showing Tim the dining lodge miniature. And uh, Tim doesn't seem to be all that happy about this. <laughs> yeah, it's strange because everything Lou's done so far has pretty much worked out. So you'd think he'd be all for like supporting our next endeavor every expansion has kind of worked out in their favor yeah exactly but uh, you know you know tim this season tim has been a little frustrating <laughs> all that all i did last week was complain about tim <laughs> you know i edited that episode <laughs> i was like well yeah well i agreed though i'm like tim is just being annoying um <laughs> There's a new guest at the Equestrian Connection. Is that what she still calls it? <laughs> um, named Victoria. And um, we get some knowledge that there's a thing called Equestrian Pilates, apparently. Yeah, uh, every week I learn something new in the Equestrian world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not know Equestrian like, Pilates was a thing. Any little sub things within this world. Yeah, but also I was a little confused because she was doing it alone in her cabin and I would think if it's equestrian Pilates wouldn't it be Pilates you did with the horse <laughs> think so or am I reading too much into that I don't know <laughs> with us some sort of training she can do on her own but yeah she was okay. not happy to be interrupted anyway <laughs> uh-huh. yeah definitely um so then we meet Tango which is her horse and apparently he's doing he's weaving in his stall he's a dressage horse which I'm still not entirely sure what dressage is <laughs> exactly. Um, the only kind of dressage I've seen is like when the Olympics are on and I couldn't tell you what's actually happening. Um, I have watched it. <laughs> I don't understand the the rules or the scoring system mm-hmm. or like all the little competitions within it, but I have seen it. It's just not something I've, I know anything about other than Olympic times. <laughs> yeah so apparently he's been weaving in his stall and um victoria just wants amy to work on his diet different uh supplements and things to give him and does not want him to be turned out with the other horses so amy says that for a lot of dressage horses they will sometimes put like a mirror in their stall so it looks like they have another horse around them oh god that's so bad so lonely 
I, yeah, I'm like, I feel so sad. So, but when they turned him out with the horses, he was like happy. He was hanging out with Pegasus. Like, so um, that was, that was interesting. But yeah. then we find out that Daisy is not doing too well. So Daisy is Kit's horse who had been staying at Heartland for a little bit. And we find out that she has this thing called strangles. I've never heard of this before. Have you never heard of it before? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're not up on equine viruses <laughs> very much. Um, but I mean, this is a little gross, but they say it's like um, pustules on like the windpipes that is what it causes. Um, so they have to isolate the horses that are symptomatic. So they're isolating Daisy in the Kwanzaa hut where they make the jam. Um, and um, yeah, so now we know, now everyone is, the ranch is under quarantine. So none of the horses can leave go or go in and out. And, um, but the people can go in and out. So they have it a little bit easier than we do right now. I need to like wash everything and mm -hmm. sanitize everything. Yeah, you see Ty out there scrubbing all of the metal bars, and so they get uh they get they get to work. Um, so then we find out that Mallory wants to go to this show in I'm not sure where it is in, but it's Badger's show, and um she she says to Jack, oh come on, you can drive me up there, and then you can go watch watch a great old person movie. <laughs> I was like and Jack just kind of was like no <laughs> um so after that there is Lou's concern because apparently a touring company wanted to come see the dude ranch and wanted to have the businesses that go through that touring company go to the dude ranch and so she's concerned that because of this quarantine it's not going to work out um, and so that is part of the episode that we're talking about as well. Um, then Kit comes, finds out that Daisy has strangles and she's upset about it. But at the same time, we find out a little bit later that Kit knew it was possible that Daisy could have had strangles. Oh. So how did you, what did you think of that whole scene, that whole situation, Michelle? Oh, that's so hard. Um, I just like the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, oh, because of the consequences of this, I just don't know if I could have done what Amy's done, and in, in far as like finding a way to sort of understand why she didn't say anything. Like I understand why she was like, "Oh, everything should be fine because like Daisy doesn't have symptoms," but you would say at least. By the way, there was this outbreak. We were there. It doesn't look like she's got symptoms. Mm -hmm. Everything should be okay. But my God, like, I, I don't know if I could have done what Amy's done. Yeah, no, I can, I completely agree. Yes, I feel like if Kit would have said something and when she found out, maybe they could have quarantined Daisy anyways, just in case. Yeah. Type of thing. Just a lot of precaution. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this really ruined Kit's character for me because I'm like, you and I are such like animal lovers anyway. So it's like, I definitely, when I think of this stuff, I think of my animals and I'm just like, yeah, no, there's no way. Yeah. So um, because of this going on, Ty's trying to keep Pegasus away from Daisy because he's an older horse. He was Amy's mom's horse or Amy. It's always kind of confused. Well, I guess he was a Amy's, it was, he was Tim's horse. Pegasus yeah. was Tim's horse for racing and then Amy's mom yeah. is the one who took care of Pegasus after Tim left. Right, so yeah. It was both of their horse. Um, but trying to keep Pegasus away because he is older and he does get a really bad cough. They're really running out of room. It's very cold outside. So they end up having to pay to quarantine Pegasus in the Kwanzaa hut with Daisy. Um, and so you know, some people in the family are like, why would you do that? But he's already having symptoms. And also there's not really any other place to quarantine them at Heartland. Um, so Kit is now sleeping in the Kwanzaa hut on the floor with Daisy pretty much every night. And um, Ty says to her, why don't you go sleep tonight? Go sleep up in the loft. And um, 
Daisy says, oh, you want me to go sleep tonight where you dumped me? <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yikes uh but then amy overhears and walks in and was like yeah you should really go sleep up there and kid kid's not happy about that one um yeah uh so after this we have victoria who is still at the dude ranch she is getting sick and she accuses lou of getting the horse flu um we find out that strangles can't be spread to humans so the victoria doesn't have the horse flu um but Victoria goes to some retreat nearby and apparently tells reporters or tells the newspaper that she got some flu from Heartland and a reporter comes sniffing around and Tim says the wrong thing <laughs> and it gets the wrong thing <laughs> yeah um so it gets put in the newspaper and unfortunately Lou loses the opportunity to have that touring company come to the dude ranch. Um, so what did you think of all that situation? How do you, how did you, what did you think of Tim's response to that reporter? I love Tim. Um, I mean, when a reporter comes around, they're going to write something anyway. So mm-hmm. it's best that you say something just so it's a little bit more on your terms. But yeah, Tim, you wouldn't expect that from Tim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, so Amy, during the, throughout this episode, we see she's not a big fan of letting Lou spend time with, or not Lou, she could care less if Lou spends time with Ty. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't want Kit spending as much as time with Ty. She kind of doesn't want Kit to help out as much. Soraya comes to help and Amy is just not uh, not a big fan of all the time with Kit. So how, what did you think of all of uh, Amy's dislike for Kit in the beginning of the episode, at least? The beginning of the episode, I was a little tired of, oh God, here we go again. Um, but I actually thought she was a lot better than, than what she would have been in earlier seasons. You know, she's, it is a little frustrating. It is this thing of like girls get mm-hmm. upset when their boyfriend has female friends, which I've never really understood. Um, I think just because the way I've grown up, I've always just had like male friends. Um, some of my closest friends were male friends growing up. So yeah, I was just kind of like, oh God, here we go again. But turns out she was kind of justified in her, her um, mm-hmm. not so much in spending time with, with Ty, but just Kit overall. Yeah. Um, the yeah. reasons that Kit was there, she was clearly there out of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, because she really knew what was going on with the strangle situation and where it came from yeah so um amy's really trying to hold it together with pegasus being sick and you know pegasus is her last connection to her mom um and she also kind of feels guilty knowing that she's put all the client horses at risk as well because of this and um she has a re- like a nice moment with with Ty about this, where she really opens up to him. Um, so what do you think about that scene? I, I think that really added a lot to their relationship. Um, but how did you see that? Um, I feel like in every episode so far, we've kind of got these great moments with, with Ty and Amy, just like slowly building their relationship more and more. Um, and this is just like another example of that. Yeah. So um, we found out that the Selma Valley Rodeo had spread strangles. So Kit knew that it was possible Daisy could have had it. And um, Amy, I think, handled it okay. At, at first, she was very, very like upset. But I think she did eventually handle it um, a lot better. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely better than I would have as well. Um, so then back to Victoria and her coach. And her coach is telling Amy, like, oh, Tango's just a mid-level horse. Victoria's not going to do that well. All these other things. It's This coach is very much lying to Victoria. Mm-hmm. And um, just not a good, really, like, coach yeah. relationship at all. Um uh also like you know not being straight with her it's not a 
was not a good I didn't like this coach <laughs> <laughs> no no she was kind of the worst um, yeah. and yeah this was just another situation of the horse not being the problem the people problem yeah. Um, exactly. yeah she was awful um, I don't know maybe she was just doing it for the money or just kind of letting this this woman kind of believe that she had what it took and she could have had what it took with the proper coaching and encouragement somebody that actually believed in her mm-hmm. yeah so I'm very glad that Victoria fired her as the coach as her coach <laughs> um but then we get a scene with Amy and Lou and they're 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 upset because of Pegasus. Both of them are upset because of Pegasus for different reasons. Amy, you know, accuses Lou of not caring about Pegasus. Like he's just a horse. And then Lou is like, you don't remember what it, you were little. You don't really remember what it was like when dad left and mom focused on Pegasus so much and how much Pegasus meant to Lou as well. Um, so this is kind of, I think the, the first time we see really an emotional scene like this with Lou and Amy about their mom and about what had happened when they were kids. Um, And, you know, up and at this point, Amy and Lou have been having, you know, a pretty good relationship, not as much bickering as in the beginning when Lou came, moved back and everything. So what did you think of that, that scene, Michelle? Yeah, such a great scene. Um, They really felt like sisters. Um, And I think it is hard when you have like, siblings are like so much older than you like they just have a whole separate life before you even kind of got here mm-hmm. um and you kind of have to take that into consideration um and much like the bond Amy has with Spartan you know mum had that with Pegasus mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely it you know it is different like you said like Lou was 15 when this all happened so she saw it completely differently than Amy did as a five-year-old having that age when, yeah when we started the show Amy was like 16 so mm-hmm. yeah so so we find out that Pegasus was a bulldogging horse with uh Tim and that Tim's saddle that he won is in the uh, barn Pegasus at this point he's having trouble breathing um and it's just it it's getting a lot worse with Pegasus um at this time, we also find out that Copper now has strangles and that, and Jack calls to tell Mallory, calls Mallory's house and Jack covers for Mallory not being at home saying, oh, maybe she's in the barn. Well, um, Jack was standing in the barn and there was no Mallory. So what did you think of that with their relationship and Jack covering for Mallory like that? I mean, I think they've really established that you know, Jack is kind of like a grandfather figure for Mallory as well. He knew exactly what was going on. He knows, he reads her so well. Um, so yeah, I think he knew exactly where she was. So I don't think it was you know, a bad move on, on Jack's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jack finds Mallory at the bus stop trying to go to the show for Badger and um, tells her that Copper has strangles. And so she comes back to the ranch right away after that. Um, so when we get back to the ranch, Pegasus is in a stall. He's extremely sick. Um, you know, Tim talks a little bit about the first time he was rode Pegasus and how Pegasus um, bucked him off the first time. And unfortunately, we do lose Pegasus. So this is uh, oh god, very hard on the entire family, rightfully so. And um. Yeah, it was it was very it was a very hard scene for me to watch. Um, I feel like anyone who's lost a pet or any who means a lot to them, it um, it was a very emotional scene. So how how did you feel about this, Michelle? Sobbing. This is actually the first time I've cried at at the show, um, and of course I had to do with an animal. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like when you have a bond with with an animal for like I mean I had my first dog for 10 years and I had to kind of make that decision of of putting him to sleep and it's so hard even if you know it's the right thing and there's nothing that you could have done differently um and in that situation again I've got a 15 year old dog and we're just kind of seeing how he is day to day and having conversations with the vet and I know like 
when it eventually happens, none of this like knowing that it was that's coming will help. Yeah. Um, it's just it's one of the the worst things about owning an an, an animal because you have to kind of at the end of the day it's it's your decision. Mm-hmm. You can have to make that decision for them. Yeah, definitely that that thought of when you get a new animal, knowing that I am most likely going to outlive whatever pet I get. Um, and knowing that, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, when you get a new pet, you're probably going to have to make a hard decision. Not super difficult. Um, and I mean, with Amy and Lou, Pegasus has been in the Lou's life. I mean, I think at this point, Lou's 27. So Pegasus has been in Lou's life from probably at least 20 years and has been in Amy's life her entire life. So that's, that's really hard. Um, so Kit really, we, we go back to Kit a little bit and find out that Kit really wanted to just get back into the competition and that's why she did what she did. And Amy was very, um, very forgiving to her now at this point and was very, I mean, she still wasn't happy with her, but was like, what you can do is you can watch the other sick horses while we go have a memorial for Pegasus. Um, so Amy, I, I mean, we've talked about it. Amy handled that pretty well. I mean, Kit is definitely not her favorite person, not that she ever was. Um, but yeah. And then we have the memorial for Pegasus, which was really sweet. Um, what did you think of that whole situation? Yeah, I kind of, I loved that. Um, I was still sobbing. Um, (laughs) but, but yeah, like you said, like, the whole kit thing is just so difficult. Um, I don't know if I would have been able to even just put myself in her situation. I can't imagine like I would stay silent. But even if I did, like still hanging around and kind of being a presence while they're going through such a hard thing. Um, I don't know if I kind of agreed with that either. But yeah, I loved that Tim kind of got to see a proper goodbye, and um, he was kind of in denial a lot through this this episode, which is what a lot of people who have to say goodbye to an animal go through but yeah it was nice it was kind of full circle for him in this episode yeah definitely so what would you rate this episode um I'm gonna give it a 10 yeah I I agree I'm gonna give it a 10 I think it was really well done and the season for sure yeah the storyline yeah best episode of the season and storyline was just it 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 (laughs) It hurt my heart, but it also moved me so much. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to episode 14, the happy list. So now we're getting into Val's happy list. Um, so the episode starts out with uh, the boys, um, Caleb and Ty. They're watching rodeo videos and Soraya, Amy, and Ashley are kind of sitting in the living room like, okay, is this over yet? Or is this done? So we find out from Caleb that he tells Ty that girlfriends can't come to the rodeo and um, then invites Ty to go to this rodeo in Montana with him. Um, so <laughs> had, had this, this, this whole thing kind of plays out a little bit more, but what do you think at first of that whole, well, girlfriends can't come to the rodeo thing? <laughs> I mean, I think Caleb is just so set in his ways. Um, and yeah, I just don't get this relationship him and, him and Ashley have. It's so weird. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he's like, oh, and the girlfriends can't come. And I mean, I guess it kind of sets up this whole thing of like Ty kind of mentioning that he doesn't travel, he's never really traveled. So it kind of sets up that whole thing, which is good. But yeah, it's just so bizarre. Yeah, no, it's, it's such a weird thing. And I mean, we find out later through the episode that, you know, um, well, it's a superstition. Girlfriends cause people to lose. And last time Caleb brought a girl to the rodeo, he lost every event and everything. Um, but yeah, Caleb's definitely set in his ways about that. Yeah, definitely. So like you said, we find out Ty that Ty is like, well, I don't get to travel. I want to go with him. And for some reason, Amy's very, very upset about this. <laughs> I don't. This is. I don't really get it, but. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird thing, um, and it kind of goes on and on. But yeah, it, Ty's you know completely justified. He's been in his, the same place his entire life. 
So of course, even Amy just seems kind of like her mom and very happy to stay where she is. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's like that. Yeah. People just want to see a little bit of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Ty was saying I'm leaving and never coming back. Like he wanted to go to Montana for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. And he's going so. to be at school at some point as well. So yeah, exactly. Um so now we have Lou and Peter coming back from this fancy dinner. And apparently this lady at the dinner was telling Lou all about Peter's first wedding. So then this turns into a bit of a competition for Lou and her trying to get more information about his first wedding, trying to, you know, make sure it's better than his first wedding. It's more memorable. Um, And even though Lou said, oh, she wasn't going to make a big deal about it or anything I like the minute she mentioned this I was like oh this is going to become a competition for Lou yeah there was no way Lou wasn't going to make a big deal of, of this way <laughs> no yeah. chance exactly yeah um so then Ty finds this uh this bike we'll call it a bike even though it was not put together at all um this bike and he pays like 850 dollars for this destroyed yeah. motorcycle yeah, they keep saying the name as if that's like justifies it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I don't know anything about motorcycles, so I don't know. Maybe it is an expensive bike that just is not working out, working very well. But um, yeah, Jack and him, they go get this bike and they're excited to fix it up. And Amy is not happy about this, not happy about him spending the money, not happy about him getting the bike and everything. It is just not a good situation. They are like at each other this entire episode. <laughs> yeah about this bike so yeah Um, a little bit just because of what ty had been through kind of in previous episodes with the crash it's like now you're getting on a motorbike Mm -hmm. and i understand it from that perspective but this early on in the episode she just just kind of seems like a nagging girlfriend which is my favorite Mm -hmm. yeah so we then find out that val has gotten a clean bill of health from the doctors and that she has a happy list. So she has a list of things that she wants to accomplish now. She wants to do things she wants to get back to that she hasn't done done in a while. So she asks Amy to be her show jumping um, coach <laughs> um, because she doesn't want to make a fool of herself in front of her trainers. And uh, we find out that, uh, you know, Val is not the best student. She does not want to listen to Amy's instructions. Um, and unfortunately, the first time Val goes to try and jump, she gets thrown off the horse because she's not practicing. She's not listening to Amy at all. And also Jack is watching. So yeah, um, I think it was more than Jack watching. Yeah. <laughs> she decided to go for that jump. Um, yeah, she's so hilarious in this episode. <laughs> oh my God. You just knew it was going to recipe for disaster. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you have a happy list, Michelle? I don't have a happy list, no. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but it's it's so vow to have a happy list though. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe after after quarantine, maybe we all should make a happy list though. <laughs> That's actually a good idea. <laughs> um yeah. So then we find out that there's no more quarantine. Kit, Kit is able to come pick up Daisy, and that's kind of the end of the Kit storyline at all. That she comes get Daisy, and that's kind of it with that. Um, except that Kit is really likes Ty's bike, um, and that again does not. I mean, Amy already doesn't like Kit. Does not make her like Kit at all at, at all more either. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we didn't have the previous episode, I would have just been like, oh, Amy's just been like a jail's girlfriend. But because of the previous episode, I'm just like rolling my eyes at Kit. Mm-hmm. Like, she shows up as if like nothing had happened and yeah, back to being Ty's friend. And yeah, mm-hmm. it felt like she kind of knew and she knows that Amy doesn't like her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just feels like she was kind of rubbing it in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, because my perspective on her changed so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um so now we have a couple storylines with Mallory as well as well mm-hmm. so the first one Mallory wants to Mallory is hinting this entire episode that she wants to be in the wedding with Lou she's sitting there with 
bridal magazines. She's doing, making platters for Lou. She's like hinting this entire, or she starts the hinting that she wants to be in the wedding, but doesn't, uh, doesn't, Lou doesn't, doesn't catch on because Lou's too concerned with Peter's first wedding, what was going on there. Um, and uh, what did you think of all of Lou's uh, wedding planning tactics? Because we had, we had Lou with the, oh, I want our wedding to be a well-oiled machine, um, all that stuff. I mean, I can't stand like wedding stuff in shows. Like it's one of, I mean, I think it's just because I don't care about weddings <laughs> like for myself or like being at, like I've got to weddings, but I've never been in a wedding. Um, and I don't think I'd want to be as like, unless it was a really close friend, but yeah, just, especially in shows, it's so heightened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Michelle Morgan's so good at the comedy stuff that of course yeah. she kind of elevates all of this stuff, but like the whole Bridezilla thing just bugs me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine in like, a Hallmark movie, you know, it's like an hour and 20 minutes, but this is like a whole plot that goes episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I I think Michelle Morgan makes it so funny, but the wedding stuff, I'm not a huge fan of either. <laughs> um, I mean, and also the whole idea of like, oh, this wedding's going to go like a well-oiled machine. Like, if you've ever been to a wedding, nothing goes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something. Like, um. Yeah, whenever friends get married and they tell me about like all oh, the stuff they have to do, and I'm like, well, it just sounds like an absolute nightmare. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is so much stuff. Um, yeah, so that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty character, like on character for Lou, though, being you know one the competition thing, and also you know I want this to go perfect. Um, that's very Lou's character. Um, so Caleb gets into the rodeo. Ashley still doesn't want him to go. We Ashley finds out, you know, there's this superstition about him, her going. Um, and but Caleb goes to the rodeo anyways. So also during this episode, Mallory is avoiding Jake's calls. Um, Mallory's still practicing on Jake's horse. <laughs> and I'm like, how long has this horse been at Heartland? <laughs> yeah yeah um also during this whole like quarantine thing too like jake's horse has just been there exactly yeah i guess he's such a good kid yeah i know i'm like poor jake um but jake brings over this girl named chelsea and wants her to ride kramer so mallory's jealous that she has to give kramer back but at the same time mallory's been kind of dating badger we're gonna say kind of right yeah um yeah. from a distance and she's I'm like both. she's supposedly over jake but then she's upset about that which i think is funny when ashley at, at back to ashley when ashley asks to go to the rodeo she tells caleb we're done because he won't let her go um and then i think it was very interesting for ashley to see her and Val's relationship, how it's changed a little bit since earlier seasons, because Ashley goes straight to where she knows her mom will be and tells her mom and her mom gives her this advice, like, well, what do you want to do? And Ashley ends up going to the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of that seeing that, you know, character progression between their relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of love the, where they are at um, just now. Um and it kind of humanizes Val on a level that we haven't really seen before. Like, you know that she's never going to go back to where the relationship was previously. Mm-hmm. And I think she recognizes how much Ashley's changed for the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely, yeah. If only she could talk some, some sense into Caleb at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so now peter decides that he's having flashbacks from his first wedding and that he needs some time so he goes out of town and tells lou that we need to think about this whole wedding thing um this was crazy yeah i'm uh, watching the whole show i'm not a huge fan of peter but i feel like at this point we were at the point where we were starting to like peter 
And then he pulls this. So what were your feelings on Peter during this whole situation? I mean, all my notes here is WTF, why did he propose in the first place? I know. <laughs> but he's, I was just like, what is going on? Like, like, I like Peter individually. I just don't like them together. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. They don't spend any time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when it comes to the wedding, like he's not excited about it. He just, I mean, he is kind of like the typical guy of like, just tell me where to be and I'll be there. Like, fair enough, if he's actually around for the planning and he's saying, oh, yeah, fine, do whatever. But he's leaving, he's just disappearing. Yeah. And leaving it all to her, which it just seemed like a recipe from disaster. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So after this, we get a Lou and Amy heart to heart. They're in uh, Amy's room or Lou's room. They're in one of their rooms. And, uh, Lou's talking about how she's wondering if when he's walking down the aisle, is he going to be looking at her or is he going to be remembering the first wife? Yeah. Yeah, this was such a great scene and it Mm kind of hints at like Amy and Lou because of what they're both going through this episode of like Peter kind of abandoning Lou during this whole wedding planning and Ty talking about going traveling. It's pretty clear that to me that Lou and Amy just have these abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of stem from, you know, Tim and just how their life has been um, mm-hmm. thus far. But yeah, I love this scene. Yeah. It, and compared to last last episode where they were, you know, kind of arguing um, and to this, you know, having the sister heart to heart. And yeah, like you said, it kind of we see how it stems from they're they're losing one when Tim left and losing their mom and um at some point also I mean they lost their grandmother as well um and how that is affecting you know how Amy is doesn't want Ty to get on the motorcycle one because it'll take him away from her and also because it's dangerous what they had just gone through with the plane crash and everything yeah 100% Um, yeah so uh then Val makes some jumps and uh Val tells uh tells Jack, uh, you know that list of mine, you're on it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we are back to the Val and Jack. She's so brazen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I'm still not a huge like a huge fan of that of Val's like crush on him. No, it's so awkward. It's, it's so awesome. awkward. She's so forward and Jack's just like doesn't know what to do he, mm-hmm. I mean he doesn't know what to say in, in most situations with women whether it's um, uh, Val or Lisa he mm-hmm. just doesn't know what to say um, and especially this situation he, the, the look on his face was like and the fact that she says it in front of Amy as well I'm like <laughs> calm down yeah so that's just so funny <laughs> um, yeah so then okay this is like 15 minutes later in the episode at this point and peter all of a sudden now is back after his trip and he's looking forward to the wedding now oh my god seriously <laughs> i was like make up your mind please <laughs> it's so it's so bizarre yes. um i'm just not a fan of how much he can just takes off mm-hmm. yeah exactly um it's just weird so then amy and ty they have this talk again about, you know, her fear of losing him, how she has gone through a lot of loss and everything like that. And so they have another heart to heart Amy and Ty moment in this episode again. Um, and then uh, Ty gets her on the back of that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was such a cute scene, um, even though I'm not the biggest fan of motorbikes. Um, and it definitely doesn't feel like things are resolved between them. Mm-hmm. it was such a nice scene yeah definitely it did bring in a good point of like just because Ty's kind of gotten over it and coped with it doesn't mean that Amy has mm-hmm. yeah so at the end of the episode we see everyone sitting around in the living room and they're watching the rodeo on the tv with Caleb and Ashley had gone at this point to the rodeo and Caleb gets pushed around against the fence and hurt really badly um and that's how the episode ends. So when this episode ended, Michelle, how did you, what did you think was going to ha- happen to Caleb? I mean, I, I knew that he was going to be okay and really hurt um, and that we we're going to have to kind of deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did kind of, I didn't really worry about him, you know, getting anything more than just hurt. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was another uh, another one of those endings of an episode where you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And they've done that quite a few times in season three. <laughs> Whenever um, that, like, were they going on like a break or like a two week break or something? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. This is like season 14 out of 18 or episode 14 out of 18. So I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, so what would you rate this episode? Um, I gave this one an eight. An eight, yeah. I'm going to go with an eight as well. Yeah. Not my favorite, but it was a really good episode. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's move on to episode, episode 15, Second Chances. Um, so we are back at the Hanley Barn in this episode. And a bunch of the horses have gotten out. And Amy and Ty are driving down and find them. Um, find these horses that are Mr. Hanley's and bring them back to the barn. Uh, they notice the there's a cat that has needs to be fed. The horses don't really have enough hay. The water troughs are not full. Um, and they just know that things are n- not going, there's something off about what's going on at the Hanley barn. Um, so what did you think? Did you have a, like a thought or a guess of what you thought might've happened to the Hanleys during this? I thought maybe he was sick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was in the hospital or something like that. Um, I definitely didn't guess what was happening. I just kind of assumed, like, you know, Quasi's on his own. That maybe he's, he's landed himself in the hospital or he's, he's sick, and you know, the horse, the the um, the farm is just kind of fallen into, with well, nobody to look after it. It's just kind of deteriorating without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then on the loot front, what, first off, they're having problems with the dude ranch because of the quarantine. Um, people are canceling their um, their reservations, even though the quarantine is lifted. And so they're having um, some problems with business because of this. Um, and then Lou asks Marnie to be her maid of honor. So how what do you think of the character, Marnie's character in this? I mean, she doesn't really have much of a character other than being Lou's friend. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whenever she shows up, like, Lou does not come off well in this episode at all. Like, she is such an awful friend in this episode. Yeah. So bad. Um, and yeah, I kind of wish they'd kind of flesh Marnie out a little bit because she does kind of feel like she's she just kind of shows up to for, for uh, Lou to kind of use in some way. Like yeah. whenever Lou needs something, she turns up and yeah, like, exactly. Amy can't do it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, so we find out though that Marnie is as part of this, it's called WAH, WAH, is it, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but this women's uh, business group, women of Hudson business group and uh, Marnie invites Lou to join, which we all know that's going to go well because Lou is... Uh, I'll, I'll end up, so many businesses at this point. <laughs> There's so many. Um, yeah. After that, um, we find out that Caleb is doing well. He's going to be getting out of the hospital soon. Apparently, Ashley's been taking very good care of him. Um, but Caleb doesn't want to come back to Bradford Ridge. He wants to go back to his trailer. He can't really be in his trailer by himself because of he had, has broken leg, has other inju- injuries that he's recovering from. Um, so they agree to let him stay in one of the cabins at the dude ranch since there's not many, there's not many people booking rooms right now because of everything that had been spread about the quarantine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked that Caleb had such a, not much to do in this episode, given the big, the big cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like a a C plot in this episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really all we got from Caleb at all was just that he's going to be staying at the dude ranch. Um, and so Lisa is back and Lisa sees uh, Jack hugging Val and she she gets a little bit, bit jealous and upset. Um, so that that uh, storyline, are you happy to have Lisa back? I'm happy to have Lisa back, but I'm getting a little frustrated that she's kind of like Peter in the sense that 
who just kind of pops in and out mm-hmm. and when she's not there I don't know if maybe the actress was like busy or doing other things but or mm-hmm. she's only contracted for so many episodes but it is kind of strange that she just kind of pops in and pops out and it's like you can't expect life just to stay on hold until you come back yeah definitely you know you can't expect Jack to just not have any friends or mm-hmm. not have a social life while you're not there yeah um yeah so that's Lisa um so we find out Mr. Hanley has gone is gone gone um there's no phone connection at like you call him there's no phone connection or anything and um apparently the spca was reported about um abandoned horses being on the farm and so they come and issue a warning when amy and ty are there feeding mr hanley's horses um and that's just that's just such a hard a hard thing to see yeah this episode um and i mean we do get a little bit of a real life connection with this because you know jack says about you know during a recession a lot of ranches they've had to shut down um which at this time period i believe this is like 2010 ish that was very much what was going on all all over the world really um for the recession and uh yeah so there amy and ty are going though and taking care of mr hanley's horses um yeah so sad it's like I mean, animal cruelty is, or abandoning animals that leads to animal cruelty, it's like, that's not good on any level, but at the same time, it's like, what's this man to do? It's like, he's all on his own. He doesn't have any money coming in because, like, people aren't, like, boarding their horses with him anymore. It's like, it's such a sad situation. Um, I mean, even, like, like, bringing it back to, like, having, like, a rescue animal of, like, the dog that I had, he was so like underfed and had no muscles. And when I got him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you, your mind just kind of goes to like, "Oh, he was treated badly," but it wasn't that. It was, you know, he he was with people that just couldn't afford to feed him, mm-hmm. and that's just such a real life thing of like <laughs> people don't intend to hurt animals, but it just sort of happens, and it's such a sad situation. And you need to kind of have compassion. Um, even though it's hard yeah definitely um yeah it's it's a very difficult difficult situation um so while they're there though an old friend this woman this old friend comes to the property and just kind of blows off Amy when she finds out Mr. Hanley isn't there um and we later find out at the WAM meeting that Lou has that this um, woman is actually Mr. Hanley's older sister and um, that she is a lawyer in town. Um, yeah. So also after WAH, when they're getting ready for this WAH, I don't like saying that, that's so weird. Um, they're getting ready for the meeting, okay? We're just gonna call it a meeting, okay? Um, Mallory is dropping, dropping more and more bridesmaids hints. Oh, who's gonna be this? Who's gonna be that? She's like, you know, making these platters and doing all this stuff and um, uh, Lou just does not seem to get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so bizarre. Um, and you think the way things are going, if somebody's volunteering to be a bridesmaid, she would kind of snap her up. exactly um so then lisa comes back and says she's got some horses uh that she wants to go look at invites jack to come along and uh while this is going on jack invites val and caleb and ashley and all of them over for dinner and as well as lisa uh all for dinner um and after dinner we see after the dinner scene val and lisa are sitting talking about lisa's talking about you know where she had traveled and everything um, and Val looks at Lisa and say, says, oh, uh, that, you know, Jack just couldn't do enough for me while you were gone. <laughs> like, they are like, they are like teenagers in this scene. I know. I'm like, okay, is this kid Amy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, Lisa says she's tired and she leaves. Um, yeah 
because Val, Val also says later in the episode, you know, Jack is a really great guy. <laughs> Val she's is, not no, she's not. She's just laying it on Lisa. Like she's not subtle at all. Um, so then uh, Caleb, we find out he's recovering quickly um, and he's doing well. And that's pretty much the end of what we get from Caleb for this entire episode. Um, a lot of it, except Ashley then brings Shorty to see Caleb. Shorty is Caleb's horse. And um, Caleb goes off on on Ashley about, you know, you're rubbing it in my face. I might not ro- ever rodeo again. I don't want you to mi- be Little Miss Sunshine. And then we get that. I mean, I, I think I saw it coming, at least him blaming Ashley for his injuries. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I knew this was coming. Yeah. I just felt so bad for her. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we do see that Caleb is um, not taking care of himself properly after this and is kind of going down the road of what Tim had did had done 10 years or 13 years previously with um, his own injury. So, and we get more into that. We'll get more into that next episode, but yeah. Um, so Mr. Hanley comes back um, and he says that the horses that are in his stable are actually rescued horses from another farm that had shut down um, and that they had charged him with neglect of the horses and that they will be taking the horses away as well as he'd be losing the property because he hadn't been making payments. Um, so then we find Amy tries to talk to Caroline, which is Mr. Hanley's sister. Um, and she's saying, oh, I have no connection with the land. Um, and we find out that Caroline's upset that, uh, the farm was left to Mr. Hanley, the younger brother, rather than being left to her. So, um, how about that whole situation? How do you think about that? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. It kind of brings it back to how kind of women weren't treated the same as as men um, back when they were younger. Yeah. Um, and clearly she was the kind of more equipped to kind of deal with owning a farm and, and kind of running it more like a business. Yeah. Um, we've kind of seen the way Mr. Hanley treats his, his business of just being a bit of a bleeding heart and, and really not having a sense of turning it into anything more than what it is and it's just kind of deteriorated around them I mean it just looks as if it's kind of all falling apart yeah it 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 is awful and yeah this whole conversation and also thinking back to how this land also was you know thinking about Mrs. Bell and how on the land there is the graveyard and everything and I mean, I don't, I don't know what exactly happens when the bank takes back that land. What do they have to do? I mean, there are, there's a graveyard on the property. Like, um, if they develop that land, do they have to build around it? Like, I don't. I'd assume so. Yeah, you would hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the, the, the new owners would have to be okay with it and then mm-hmm. agree to not touch it. Yeah. Um, so at this point, uh, well, we also see that Ty kind of notices Caleb's a little bit off as well when they have a conversation, um, as well, but, um, Mallory finally, well, she kind of yells at Lou, admits that she's like, I want to be a bridesmaid. I've been dropping all these hints and Lou's like, well, I kind of thought of you as a little sister, you know, as a flower girl (laughs) and Mallory, who's like 15 at this point, like a flower girl, really? (laughs) (laughs) um so Lou asks her to be the second bridesmaid which is very sweet um so then we go back to Jack and Lisa's relationship and uh Lisa points out that in the past two years really nothing about their relationship had changed Jack is never willing to go with her when she goes to do work in Europe and um but also Lisa doesn't you know stick around Heartland all that much so nothing has really happened and um Lisa says that Jack's not really committed to her and so Jack in a fit of rage is kind of like just marry me Lisa (laughs) and I'm like okay well that was abrupt um (laughs) I was like okay 
I mean, yeah, I, like I love those scenes in TV shows and stuff. I don't think it's the most practical thing, but that <laughs> was a fun. I mean, scene. I love that they kind of pointed out everything that was wrong with their relationship, and it's like marriage is not going to fix that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> um, yeah. it is sort of a similar situation to to Lou and, and Peter of like mm-hmm. she just leaves. I mean, her business isn't in in Heartland as much. Mm-hmm. She kind of has to leave all the time, and Jack doesn't want to leave. Yeah. And if they both are okay with that, then fair enough. The relationship is, you know, fine, and it probably isn't going to move, you know, in the way that mm-hmm. a normal relationship would. Yeah. But they both have to kind of be on the same page of that. It's like that's the thing I don't understand. It's like, what do they want? Mm-hmm. Does Jack want to stay? Does Lisa want Jack to travel? Yeah. But yet they keep saying that they understand. The kind of behaviors of each other, you know, that Jack's fine with her leaving, she's fine with Jack staying, but it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, deep breath. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure Mallory will fix it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure Mallory can definitely. Yeah, um, <laughs> so at this point, Lou apologized to Marnie because Marnie had kind of been backed out of being maid of honor, she was all like, no, because Lou was being being okay. kind of a bridezilla i'm sorry she was <laughs> um and also the whole like taking over the WA meeting the uh women's group meeting and so marnie was upset but marnie still agrees to at least cater the wedding even though she's not gonna be the maid of honor anymore yeah um yeah, she was kind of a an mvp in this episode i don't know if i would have been like okay i'll still i'll still cater yeah exactly. um it's, it's not like you know marnie's any kind of slack i mean she's no a new mom she's got her own business mm-hmm. but kind of Lou kind of treats her as if she's not an equal that yeah. was kind of the thing that frustrated me the most yeah yeah it really does frustrate me frustrate me as well and I mean Marnie's character like basically is only ever there to service Lou's character she's never like there's never anything else really about that at all and it, it's it's a very frustrating character dynamic um so Amy then agrees to be the maid of honor for Lou's wedding. She says, I will be um, as long as I get to pick the dress and the color. I think those are some good conditions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, <laughs> so um, then Caroline comes back to the farm and he, she made a deal with uh, Mr. Hanley's bank she talks to the ASPCA about um, being able to keep the horses. And um, I think it was a very sweet moment of, you know, siblings coming back together after all that time and after, um, you know, everything that had happened um, for her to come back and, you know, take care of the farm and take care of her brother and that stuff. So what did you think about that um, ending scene for that? Uh, Yeah, I really liked the resolution of it. Um, and I kind of I do love the episodes where where Amy just gets involved in other people's lives, yeah. <laughs> fix their lives. I don't think Amy wants to meddle in people's lives. It just happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So then the very last scene, Lisa and Jack are on the porch, and Lisa's kind of just like, "Were you joking?" And Jack's like, "Well, what if I wasn't?" So that's where we leave off for that episode. So what did you uh, what what would you rate this episode? Um, I gave it a seven. I liked the episode, but the low stuff kind of bugged me, so I, I gave it a little bit of a low rating. Yeah, no, I agree. So I gave it a 6.5 because the loose stuff is frustrating. The Marnie stuff is frustrating. Um, yeah, I, I did like the other parts of the episode, like the Hanley Farm. Like, that was interesting and I think well done um, and stuff like that. But I just, the, the loose stuff kind of put me off as well as Marnie just having lack of character development as well. Um yeah, but those are our three episodes that we're covering in this episode. So let's do predictions again, Michelle. I know we've already watched the next three episodes um, for us. We're pre-recording right now. But Michelle, this is your first time watching the show. So what were, at the end of this episode, what were your, what did, what were your predictions for what was going to happen in the finale of the season? I knew a wedding was going to happen. <laughs> and I knew that the, the likelihood of it being Lou and Peter was, was definitely high. Mm-hmm. Um, because the show seems pretty committed to those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure 
I'm never sure because I always go off of the weather of when this show is like taking place and like the seasons. So I knew that we were still away off from Ty going to school, mm-hmm. which kind of hinted at him kind of leaving. I didn't know if I assumed Amy was going to end up going with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just did not think that the Lisa and Jack thing was going to be resolved by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing that I was kind of like, this is definitely going to happen, is that Caleb and Tim kind of comparison. I feel like we've been building to that all season. Yeah. And pretty much since um, Caleb was introduced, there's been this kind of thing of comparing them both and, and their lives being so parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, a good bunch of episodes. Um, so thank you all so much for listening. Let us know what you think about these, what you thought about these episodes. And uh, we will see you guys all next week. Michelle, where can people find you on the internet? On Twitter, at Michelle R. Benson. And you can find me at um, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. You can find the podcast everywhere at Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies Podcast. We have merch, including some Heartland-inspired merch uh, that is always in the description. And also, if you want to support us, we have our patron group. And we do things like having a monthly movie watch-along with some of the stars or um, directors or writers of uh, various Hallmark movies. So if you're interested in any of that, go check that out in the description. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.